Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 49 of It's Not the Worst Movie Ever podcast. We bring you this podcast on June 25th, 2021. I'm your host, Sterling Hammer, and here's my co-host, Lee Paddock. As always, spoiler alert, and we recommend that you pause this podcast now if you haven't already and go watch the movie that go watch this movie and come back and join us for this discussion. Now let's just jump into the podcast. Um we already told you last week, but yeah, this week we watched the movie Saved, obviously by me, because you know, it's called Saved, not called Horrifying Sadness. <laughs> Donnie Darko. Yeah, that yeah. was last week's film. It should have just been called Smile. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this week we watched uh, Saved. It's uh, a complete 360 from last week, like these podcasts usually are. Um, but the reason I, I did choose this for a reason is because the main character of this movie was a main character of last week's movie. Well, the actress. Actress, yes, my bad. These are sexist and women can't be actors. They have to be actresses. You said character. Whatever. It's all tomatoes and potatoes. Sure. <laughs> gibberish, yeah. Lee loves by gibberish, everybody. But yeah, we got the same lady, uh, Jenna Malone. She was Gretchen in last week's movie and just gets blah, 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 blumped. <laughs> um, and then just it's whoop, of none of it happened. And then so in this week, at least this week's movie, everybody, spoiler, it happened. Okay. It's not like last week where the movie didn't even exist. There's it did. Real no point in ever watching it because none of it mattered. The only part that true. actually mattered was him being a douche and then dying. Uh, that's the only part that happened. This week, <laughs> all of the movie happened. Okay. Except for the Jesus part. Except, yeah. Now I'm going to give you guys a little bit of a summary into this movie. So we can, so you know what we're going into. Mary is a devout girl at a Christian high school dating Dean, but her perfect world begins to fall apart when Dean reveals that he's gay. She re- she receives a vision from Jesus and tries to everything she can to help Dean, including offering her virginity. Unfortunately, Dean is sent to a treatment center to cure him, and Mary discovers she's pregnant. When her friends turn on her and she finds solace with the school misfits, Ronlin and Cassandra. What? Sorry, everybody. <laughs> this is, that's the worst summer ever because it just cuts off halfway through. <laughs> that's pretty wow. funny. That was, that's almost better than just the actual summary. <laughs> it just cuts off. Well, yeah, it's basically that. And, uh, yeah, she becomes friends with those misfits. And the movie kind of is just about that story. It is. It, it does get the point across, but I do like that it was just. <laughs> yeah. She becomes their friends. <laughs> it's just that's it. That is pretty much it. There's though. no more. There's no. There's no more. I already clicked the more button. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. Um. But yeah, that's that's pretty much it's it. It's a simple plot. It's a simple movie. It's not crazy. Christian girl gets pregnant. Shenanigans ensue. Um. The best lots, way lots uh, to learn about this movie is to kind of go right into the cast. Um, but before we get into the cast, we're going to give you a little bit. I want to give you a little bit of the, the people who are working the bones of the movie. The crew? Perhaps. Maybe the bagel guy. <laughs> He's part of the crew. No. 
The bagel guy is never part of the crew. The craft services. I didn't say craft services. I said bagel guy. Just that guy. Whatever. That's an East Coast thing. We don't eat bagels in the West. <laughs> Everybody, I like to do this every once in a while. Just go on a random rant and just watch Lee just go, what? What? He makes <laughs> great faces of just, how is this? What is happening? Why are we doing this? <laughs> Bagel, man. <laughs> um, this movie was directed by Brian, directed by Brian Danley. Um, just had an aneurysm. Uh, he's mostly a TV act, uh, director and producer. He's best known for uh, being a producer on Weeds. Oh, that's why uh, two actors from that show are in this movie. Probably. It's around the time that movie that show was coming out. Um, yeah, a couple of I years, watched I a little bit of that show. I just couldn't get into it after a little like after like the first season. Well, the the first three seasons are really good and then after that it kinda It was like the eh. weed uh breaking bad at first, everyone said. Well, it kinda has this almost like a similar story. Yeah, it came out a just few a years before. It's a little more lighthearted, but not that much. No, and Breaking Bad is better. No, yeah, sure. Um <laughs> He also for like movie wise, he only he's only made a handful. This one and like another one, and then one of the bigger movies he's known for, bigger quote unquote, is Struck by Lightning. It's like a 2012 like movie about a high school like usual. Um, it's based off a book or something. Yeah, I don't remember it either. But but that's what he's known for. So he's not the most successful man ever. He's more successful in his directing TV show episodes and uh, producing them. Uh, yeah. This movie was produced All by right. Michael Hovon, uh, Sandy Stern, Michael Steep, and William Vince. Got a good crew of producers. <laughs> this certainly produced this film. <laughs> Lee thinks it's a very well-made film, you can tell. Um, it was written by Brian Danley. So, you know, the director was involved in this movie. Oh, this is a personal film mm-hmm. for him. Uh, it was also written by Michael Urban. Yeah, he even, this movie even got a small stint on Broadway when it got ad- it got br- adapted into a Broadway play. What? It was received by mixed reviews. <laughs> oh. And it was a short-lived thing. Um, I could see that. <laughs> in the good way? No. Oh. Okay, so let's get into this cast, and then we can learn a little more about this movie. We got Jenna Malone as Mary Cummings. She's the main girl of this movie. Uh, it kind of just starts off like there's she. They're like she's super devout Christian. Uh, mm-hmm. She grew up being told like, you know, God has a purpose for everything. So she kind of was just okay. Well, then I don't really have to worry because everything is what God wants it to be good or bad because she lost her father when she was young. Uh, and to kind of cope with that, she kind of took on this mentality of that. Like God's, like God's gonna- great and God's everything. And like, and she even was a little fatalis- fatalistic in the, when she was young because her mom was like, Oh, she's with the angels. And she goes like, I want to see the angels. And so she tried to kill herself. Yeah. <laughs> um, but her reality gets funny. shattered hard. When her boyfriend uh, comes out as gay, they have this like weird, like childhood game they play with each other. And they tell they, each other secrets under the water. Yeah, and she does like a silly one, like I like toes or something like that, or, or like I like putting butter on bread. And, and then he's just like, 
truth bomb. <laughs> like I'm, I'm gay. gay. She's like, what? Um, and you know, I think it kind of like it, it kind of tells a good way. Like I feel like a lot of Christian girls would react unless they went the other way where they just immediately rat him out. Like they would mm. kind of have like this naivety because like they don't teach sex ed at all to Christian in co- Christian schools, so they have yeah, no really idea stupid. about it, and they think it's like, oh well, God, this is a curse by God. Being a gay isn't a choice. Something's happening. We could pray this away. So like she she has a normal I think Christian girl reaction. She tries to yes. like pray it away. They she tries to like let's do more like. Uh, uh, sexual things like feeling up my boobs and are you getting any feelings from this? All these things, none of it's working, duh, because he's yeah. gay. Um, but then she catches him. Luckily enough, when she has his epiphany, that like, oh, I need to give him my virginity because she hears that you can have your virginity restored. Uh, it's things that it's something in the church they do for rape victims. They'll restore their virginity if they were Jeez. raped. Uh, it's a real thing. Yeah, you're bringing it up in, in this movie. <laughs> well, and it was brought up in such like a haphazard way. Like Hillary Faye was like, "If I was raised by those heathens, uh, yeah." And it's yeah because they're at the gun range, and she's all like, "I'll protect myself." <laughs> like, um, yeah. So she's like, "Oh, well, then if I can just get my virginity back, then I'll just give it to this guy. He'll he'll feel he'll feel pussy and be like, oh, I'm not gay anymore.' Because that's how that works." Yeah, of course. And then she just caught him at a lucky time when he was just about to jerk off to some gay porn. So he was actually turned on enough by her to do it. And guess what? Yeah, a, a vagina feels good to a gay guy. He can come with it. It's not like, oh, he could not come. You could come with a guy's butthole. But it doesn't mean you're going to super <laughs> like it or be yeah. super into it. Like, it's just... So she thinks, like, oh, I've cured him. It's success. And then, boom. Oh. That gay, that same gay porn is found by his dad. He gets sent off to a fucking treatment center, which is terrible. Yeah. But it's also kind of funny because this treatment center is literally like they just house a bunch of gay guy, gay people under one roof, and they just like, okay, well, just fuck. <laughs> what did you think was gonna happen? It's probably what happened in, I mean, in real life too. Yeah, it's probably what happens all the time at those things. Because they don't work, everybody. <laughs> Conversion therapy. The worst, yeah. Bullshit. Exactly. It's the worst thing you could do. Yeah, you luckily enough, he wasn't sent to one where like they actually tortured him. Well, it's not. It wasn't 1950, whatever. Well, I bet there's some out there that still do it. <laughs> like in Arkansas or some shit. Arkansas, Korea. <laughs> or you're, oh, you're not just thinking of America. Oh, yeah. We're not the only ones that try to convert to gays. Very true. Um, but yeah, so she finds out she's... Uh, and soon after he gets uh, kicked out of the life, basically, by the Christian, because, you know, they're such forgiving and welcoming people. Um, <laughs> yeah. She finds out she's pregnant and immediately realizes her mother is not stable enough or mature enough to he deal, with, deal with it. Yeah. She'll break immediately and she'll be sent off to the same fucking camp <laughs> where they send unwed mothers. <laughs> It's like that's such a good thing they do. Like, oh, things we don't like, we'll just shut that away over here. Send it to the send it to the re-education camp, so I don't have to look at it. Uh, I don't actually have to deal with problems. And one of the characters has a good line uh, in the movie. He's like, "The can't that place isn't for the kids that are sent there. It's for the parents because they don't have any idea how to deal with it. So like, this is them thinking they're doing something. Pieces of shit, being terrible parents." 
Um, yep. Now we got the next person in this movie. She's probably like, other than the, another person we'll name soon, is might be one of the bigger names in this movie. Uh, it's Mandy Moore. Mandy uh, She Moore. plays Hillary Faye. God, Hillary Faye. Such a bitch name, Hillary Faye. Yeah. Uh, and and Mandy Moore is a character. bitch in this movie. Yep. Uh, and but she does the Mandy Moore thing. She sings most of the movie. She, like she's most of the songs in the movie are done by Mandy Moore. It's like when Mandy Moore is in a movie, garbage Christian music. Yes, but when Mandy Moore is in a movie, but it's but this movie isn't a Christian movie. I want to say that first. No, it's not. No, they they make fun of it. like it, it. It doesn't like completely shit on Christianity, but it's also not. It's like a more modern take on Christianity where like God loves us all gay, straight, black. It doesn't like say like it's so it's not anti-Christianity. It's just trying to be like, no. let's be actually more Christian. If that's what we're going to say we are. Um, but yeah, Mandy Moore does her thing in this movie. Uh, this won't be the last movie we watch of Mandy Moore. I'm uh, sure it's not. No, Lee, everybody, has not watched A Walk to Remember, so that shit's going to be... Lee's going to see me balling. Uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll, I'll, I'll show that to Lee soon. Uh, there's one other one. Uh, it's a Robin Williams movie with Mandy Moore. Oh, I know what you're thinking. I can't remember the name. Licensed to Wed to with yes. John Krasinski as well. Mr... Uh, Jim from The Office. I basically just gonna show it to you because I like Mandy Moore. I like all the actors in it are good, but the movies. Okay, um, I'm sure, Robin Williams is doing all he can to be funny. He's Robin Williams. Uh, you got okay, and then here's the. This is the like, they probably put this guy all over the poster. Macaulay Culkin uh, <laughs> as Ronald Stockard. Yes. My favorite character and yeah, my favorite actor in the film. Yeah, this is one of his like, first movies back after he took on like his super long hiatus. And he didn't even come back for long. He did this. And I think this was mostly just a friend project. Like He, was he asked did to this, do this and he did another movie called Party Monster, where he did with uh, Seth Green. Mm. I think it, like, around, it came out like the same year as this. And he plays, that's like based off a true story. He plays like this kind of, I think this like gay... Like cross-dressing, uh, <laughs> a guy who was whole, like was throwing all these like parties and shit, and eventually killed like his roommate <laughs> or something. Kind of looks like that. You could play uh, that person. I've seen parts of it. It's interesting. He does a good job in it, but I think that might have been the last movie he ever did, or at least one of them. Yeah, and same with this one. This one's a little different than that. It's uh, a he lot plays different. A, uh, Handicapped person, a paraplegic. Yep. Uh, who's Hillary Faye's l- he wasn't younger brother? Born handicapped though. No, he, was, he, uh, he fell out of a tree. Yeah. So it's uh, and like he owes kind of Hillary Faye a debt because she found him, and he was gonna like uh, otherwise he would have died. So like it's, in the beginning, it's kind of justifies the way she treats him, or at least that's how he justifies the way she treats him, until he meets a bad girl. A.K.A. a Jewish girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those are what bad girls are in in the Christian, Christian high schools. In Christian school, yeah. And her name is Eva Amori as Cassandra Edelstein. Uh, and, like, she's just ridiculously bad. But, like, it's also an act, obviously. There's got to have character yeah. development. Um, but I like this character. I think she's fun. Yeah, like and it's too. the classic trope of, like, I like oh, too. the badass. And, yo, she she don't give a fuck. She's probably mean and doesn't give. But she's actually super caring. 
And she's the best friend you'll ever have if you can become friends with her. If you, she, if she allows you in, once she allows you in, you're in forever. It's like she's basically the different her, uh, the main character's friends in the beginning, and her friend, uh, with, friendship with Cassandra is like the difference between like a work friend, and a person you could call to pick you up at the uh, airport at three in the morning. I also got the impression that she, uh, she takes a liking to Jenna Malone's character, uh, because. She also had maybe a similar experience of being pregnant. And so she kind of like understands what she's going through. Right maybe. Now. I don't know if they ever really hinted that. She just gets I felt I, like it wasn't even something that was hinted at, you know, in several scenes. It was just one scene, the scene where she finds out that she's pregnant, actually. She kind of gives her this look. Because she doesn't even, like, ask her, like, are you pregnant or anything? She just kind of, like, looks at her and realizes, oh, you're pregnant. So she know, like, she kind of, she's been through it before. She might have gotten an abortion. I don't know. It was. That's a good scene, though. It was. It made, it was where the movie was almost kind of turning around for me a little bit. Yeah, that is one of my more favorite scenes. Uh, I, I got more like she bonded with her because. She's used to being that out, like the the outcast and the outsider, and immediately this girl, the main character, gets turned into the outsider. Like her, like everyone finds out her boyfriend's gay, and they all abandon her immediately. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, you're cursed, you're touched, you're you, you were with a gay, <laughs> like yeah. Um, and she's just like, oh, I got. It. And then she's the only one who's actually like observant and isn't just lost in this bubble of Christianity. So she's like, hey, I can see her belly. And like the way she's right. acting and the way she reacts to certain things that are said, um, even though everyone thinks she's an idiot, she's probably like the smartest person there, other than Macaulay Culkin, because um, <laughs> the guy in the wheelchair's always got to be smart. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good movie trope. But uh, really I think we can both agree that I, we like the, the relationship between the main character and Cassandra is nice. It's a good girl yeah. friendship. Yeah, actually, yeah, I liked her character. And some of the sweetest moments are between like the, her and a character. Yeah, like, I liked her. like even a uh, her uh her and Macaulay Culkin uh get together in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um and I really like their relationship. I think it's pretty they, cute. It was surprisingly uh it it worked surprisingly. Yeah, they worked uh well together. Like Macaulay Culkin like you could tell he didn't care but it wasn't coming off as like bad acting no like and there were some scenes where it's like you were just doing this sarcastically yeah but like never like he's never not like trying no nah, it's not he one of those actors like, he memorized like, his lines he showed up on time he's a prof- he's a professional he wasn't checked out and he's been he's used to it he's been acting since he was a child so he he knew what to do yeah and it was funny in this whole movie. Lee kept going like he's forty, and I was like, "Yeah, but not in this movie. In the movie, well, he's was, like twenty six. It's, <laughs> it's just crazy to think now that he's now 40 he's years forty. Old. That makes it even crazier to think that movie we were watching. He was twenty six, which was like that's an old Macaulay Culkin. Two thousand four. We were eleven. <sighs> now we're twenty eight. <laughs> we're twenty eight. <laughs> I'm about to be twenty eight. Lee is twenty eight. Disgusting. God damn it, we're gonna be thirty. Everybody, this podcast is over. We can't handle it. Done. We can't be thirty. Pre midlife crisis. Twenty nine is the date where we, uh, you know, do the no no. <laughs> <laughs> the no no. 
Because we get, we'll, we'll get taken we, off the air if we no, say the word. We'll wait forty. We'll wait till forty. Sure, we'll throw him off our trail like that. <laughs> um, you got Patrick Fugit. <laughs> Fugit, I think. Fugit, I like Fugit. As <laughs> <laughs> Patrick Wheeler. <laughs> um, Fugit. Fugit. That's uh, I think that's the. It's the the. Guy who ends up like yeah the yeah. love interest of the main character, the pastor's son. Yes, uh, he's the one who has the line that I like. That's like the the because he's sort of like also the other like voice of reason. Yeah, because the the pastor's like uh, wife and his mother is definitely a lesbian and is mm-hmm. definitely like liberal and not religious, and like they don't live together and like um, I, the pastor refuses to get a divorce because he's like that's not in God's plan. And like the son's like, mom told me everything. Like, just fucking, just let her go. Like, the fuck are you doing? You're, you're your life's your terrible. Yeah, and you're making my life terrible belief. too. Yeah, exactly. Because he's like this cool. The pastor's the cool pastor. But he's not. Yeah. No. No. There is no. Cool. There is no. Yeah. There's no cool pastor. There's not like reverence no cool, or yeah, anything. No cool. Uh, Cult leaders. Rabbis. <laughs> no cool. Uh, I don't know what they're called for Islam, but they're not cool. Priests. Monks. Nobody are cool. All of you are terrible. None of that <laughs> stuff, yeah. No cool Down clerics. with religion. This podcast is an anti-religion podcast. Uh-huh. I'm just kidding. Just kidding, everybody. Don't cancel us. Um, I don't care. But yeah, he's just the he's just the white guy that's there to be uh, the love interest. He's nice. I like his character. It's a cute romance. He's, he's decent in this movie. Yeah, uh, I like him. I've, I like that he's the voice of reason. Uh, I like him as a as an actor. He's been he's in been some in things. some stuff. Yeah, he's in the movie Almost Famous. This movie was a like a real tester for a lot of actors. This was a, this is definitely a jump spring movie. This movie was never to be. Movie. Yeah, it was never meant to be huge. It's meant basically just. But uh, Mandy Moore was already kind of popular, wasn't she? She's like the biggest star in this movie. Yeah, other than Macaulay Culkin. And yeah, and he was just like, wait, everybody when they saw his name was like, wait, wait, what? You were in this Holy movie? Holy Culkin. I don't think a whole lot of people saw this movie. <laughs> no. We'll get to that. But maybe minute. more than uh, <laughs> Donnie Darko. We'll find out in a minute. I can't remember what Donnie Darko made, but you probably do. A million dollars. Oh, then no. Worldwide. That's terrible. This movie made more than that. <laughs> uh, you got Elizabeth Ty as Veronica. She's just one of the friends, um, just they're her bitchy, horrible friends who like turn on her immediately because of her boyfriend being like gay, and it's like that's just a terrible reason enough. Um, and they try to like kidnap her and like exercise her, all these weird things. Yeah, that scene was really bizarre. She like fucking elbows this girl in the face. The main character's like, get off, boom. And playing the just exorcist her. theme from, yeah, it's just like, wait, what? Like what's happening? They fucking organize a pray the gay away uh, oh, thing yeah, at the girls at Mandy Moore's house, and that's where she finds out that 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 Patrick Fugget um, <laughs> likes her. No, yeah. no, uh, he he just no. He, that's just, where she f- thinks that he likes Mandy Moore. Oh, okay. Because she's like, oh, why is he here? And he's and then later later on we find out like, oh no, he's like, I was just there because I thought you'd be there. He's like, I don't even believe in that stuff. That's stupid. <laughs> like, 
Yeah. Because Manny Moore's character really likes this him, but he's immediately into uh, our main character for some reason. Probably because she's different than everyone else there. She's kind of like the girl that the jock falls in love with. Because she's not like the hot chick, but she's like the cute like, like little girl like, next door type. Girl next door, yeah. But she's the main character. And in the beginning, she's kind of one of the popular girls for this Christian school. Because they're proud of the... What, are, what was their squad? Like the fake squad or something like that? Their little girl Oh, group. they were like a, some sort of band. Yeah, some little girl group. Disgusting. I forget what it was called. A lot of Christian music in this movie. All it's terrible. horrifying. You got Cha- Chad. Looking at Chad. Chad Faust as Dean Withers. This is the gay guy. Um, he's barely in this movie, but he's just classic gay guy. Uh, super nice. Classic movie gay guy. Let me rephrase from that this so I don't get time. canceled. Yes, from this era. Um, feel bad for him because he gets fucking banished, but then that's where he falls in love with a dude. And it's it's a funnier scene. It's some funny scenes. Uh, yeah. Like, uh, they're, it's like Halloween night, and they're, like, talking over the phone, the main character and this guy, uh, Dean. And, like, this guy walks by, and he's like, hey, Dean. And he's like, hi. <laughs> like, and you're me like, oh, well, I'm sure this conversion camp's going swimmingly. <laughs> like, nope. Um, You got Martin Donovan as Pastor Skip. Martin Donovan? Donovan. My bad. I read that completely wrong. Um, As Pastor Skip, he gets introduced to us by doing, like, a front flip. Like, woohoo! And and he's like, yeah, he uses, like, he tries to use, like, hip lingo and all that. Yeah, he has a dumbass conversation. He's like, I was having this conversation with this guy, like, and the guy was like, you know, today's uh, Christian rock music sounds, like, just the same as regular rock music. He's like, yeah, man, that's the point. You got to get in there with the message however you can. And it's like, it does not sound like hard rock music. No, it nope. doesn't. Because we don't just sing about one thing over and over. Like Jesus loves us. That's all Christian music is. Every single song is about how God is good and how God is doing something. It's like <laughs> and how you need to worship God. It's like that uh, that South Park episode where um, Cartman uh, has a yes bet with <laughs> with his friends that he could get a like a platinum album uh, before they can by becoming a Christian rock star. Mm-hmm. That turn, was amazing. But it turns out that you can't go platinum in Christian music. You can only go to myrrh. <laughs> it's so stupid. That's like, is that even real? <laughs> um, I hope it is. Yeah, and like, it's it's funny too because it's like it's not like there couldn't be Christian music. It's like, but don't you also have just like normal lives? Like, there's, I mean, there's plenty of artists who don't make Christian music who are, are Christian. Christian. It's like why do you got to sing? And even in, and they even incorporate some of that into their music. But it's not the whole point. Yeah, because they understand that life is about more than just that. And yeah. it doesn't sell. Yeah. At least not to a It sells group. in one audience group and it's like and then you're but that group's getting smaller and smaller every year. It's like no one's going to murder these days. <laughs> Fucking murder. That's I love that. That's why like, go to murder. <laughs> God. <laughs> God. Uh, Heather Ma- Matarzo as Tia. Matarazzo. Matarazzo. Uh, as Tia. She's uh, the girl, the best friend from Princess Diaries. Uh, yep. And she's in this movie. She's just kind of a bitch in this movie. 
She's like the like the girl who's like she wants to be like the main like antagonist girl, the main bully girl, I guess. Yeah, like she dyes her hair like her and tries to act like her, but it's like you're ugly. Like we've seen this character in tons of different like high school movies. Yeah, it's like but you're not rich. You're not from a rich family like she is and you're also ugly. And like the, the this like that girl that you're obsessed with is only a keeping you around because you're the ugly one yeah you make her look better yeah you're useful to her yes until you're not then you cast out like the prego it's funny if you've ever seen the movie hostile 2 yes she has a pretty uh horrible horrible death scene in that movie fucked up she just gets uh scraped to death yeah like she just gets slowly sliced to death hanging upside down with a giant scythe by this art teacher bitch. Who gets her comeuppance in that? It was just bathing in her blood. Yeah, yeah, that movie's terrible. She gets her fucking head chopped off and then a bunch of kids play basketball or soccer with it. So that's good. I don't like the Hostel movies. I don't either, but I saw Hostel 2 because my friends were going and I couldn't say anything. <laughs> huh. Uh, you got Mary Louise Parker it. as Lillian Cummings. The this is the mother main of actress the main actress. And the main the character from Weeds. Yes, 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 yes. And uh, Martin Donovan also played a character on Weeds. He was only on for, I think, like a season and a half. Oh. And then something happens to his character. Shot 17 times in the dick. Uh, She's in this movie. She's just... Her whole thing... Her whole point in this movie is to be the distracted mother who's into the pastor. (laughs) Yeah. She's like your typical single mother... Who it almost doesn't seem like she's like really that Christian. She just kind of uses Christianity as like, uh, well, that's what makes me a good person. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. One of those types of people. Yes, like, oh, I I'm a Christian, be- and uh, that's what makes me a good person. But I don't really believe this stuff. Like, you could tell they don't really live their life as a Christian. No. Like, otherwise, she wouldn't be trying to flirt with a married pastor. Exactly. Um, she's honestly one of the weaker characters in this movie, I think. Yeah. Uh, you know in the really end, she comes around and is finally like, oh, wait, shit, this is my daughter. I should put her over but my she, needs. like, she's not in the movie enough. And there's, yeah, there's, like, just too much of that point where it's, like, she doesn't know about what's going yeah, on with you her never daughter. Get, she never gets to, like, kind of bond over the pregnancy. It's kind of rushed. Yes, it's very rushed at the end. Um, yes, you can tell it gets rushed in there because all of a sudden she goes from being like two weeks pregnant to like she's about to. Yeah, happen. I was like, wait, what? How's she burst. this pregnant again? Or how's she this pregnant? She's gonna burst. And then we got Ked Turton as Mitch. I don't know who Mitch is. I just saw his name and I put him in there. Uh, I think he's just a random side character. But shout hey, Mitch, out. you got a shout out. Uh, okay, yeah. The music is by Christophe Beck. Christoph Christoph Beck. Christoph Beck. That's a much better way to say that. The uh, name sounds familiar to me. Sounds definitely like a guy who would do music for movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, obviously. But I'm trying to think. He's done some things that I might have seen. You would know because you got that knowledge. I don't know. The name just seems recognizable to me. I'm not really Maybe able one day to... you'll find it and be like, oh! Maybe we'll see his name in a movie that I pick. And you'll be like, that's where I saw him. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, future Sterling. Yep. Uh, you got cinematography by Bobby. Man, this is the <laughs> podcast of Butcher Names. Bukowatsky. 
Uh, Bukowski? Bukowski, yeah, there you go. Something, some fucked up shit. Um, some stupid Bobby ass bullshit Bukowski. change it name. Uh, it was edited by Palm Pamela. Oh my god. <laughs> Palma Martin. I don't know names. That's what her name Palma is. Palma Martin. Um, your name is name. <laughs> now we can. Now we're into something I can say. The production company was United Artists. Some they don't exist anymore. Yeah, it looked like a company that wouldn't exist. They've made <laughs> some classic films. Logo. What? Like what? Oh, God. Put them on blast. I think uh, well, Total Recall, I think. The original? Yes. Oh, fuck. And then and they, they, they went from making Total Recall-like movies to this? I think they did that in conjunction with another studio that doesn't exist anymore called Carol Co., so it's uh, the, yeah, yeah. United Artists. They've there's only like seven studios now, and they're being bought by all these streaming companies. There used to be more. Film is film's dying. It is. Streaming is on the rise. Uh, it was distributed by MGM distri- Distribution Co., which was just bought by yep. said uh, streaming Metro company. Metro Golden Goldwyn Mayer. Bought by Amazon. Uh, this movie was released in May 28th, 2004, so it's an early 2000s era movie, and it definitely has that feel. Uh, even the yeah. Christian music does sound like just music from that era. Yep. Uh, the budget for this movie is $5 million, and you feel it. This movie has cost $5 million? Mm-hmm. I thought it was like 3 We got to think, like, they had a... Decent sized cast. You got to pay all them. You got a full crew. Like a, bu- a couple locations you got to rent. Five million is still cheap. And you got to feed all those people for like weeks at a time. Yeah. I guess. Um, and then at box office, 10 times Donnie Darko. $10 million. <laughs> so it doubled its money, but it was probably a just. The United Artists probably were like, we really need this to save our studio. This did not save our studio. <laughs> no. Um, United Artists. R.I.P. Uh, some interesting facts in this movie. This one, this movie had some weird little interesting facts. Uh, a church, a Christian rock band, and a homeowner that were in this movie all pulled out because of the content. The, <laughs> way, the, the way the movie like portrayed Christianity. Um. I bet they had like a real rock, a Christian rock band that was going to play in the end. And they were like, nope. No good, sir. God is good. <laughs> uh, this was a bigger one. Anne Hathaway was going to be Hillary Faye, but there was a funding issue and she cho- uh, she ended up taking the role for Ella Enchanted. Ah. Which I think was a much smarter choice for herself. That was a more Ella successful Enchan- movie, wasn't it? It was more successful. It's not the hugest success. But I bet this would have been a bleak on her uh, career. A blemish, I mean. Bleak. The fuck I just say? I don't know. Blip? You're meant to say blip? I meant to say b- blemish, but I said bleak. Because <laughs> my brain's melting outside of <laughs> Wasn't Mandy Moore also in Princess Diaries? Yeah, she's the also bitchy girl in that movie. I just remembered That's that. So she kind of got typecast in this era. Yeah, she kind of plays the same character in this movie. Mm-hmm. And this is the second movie that her and that Tia girl are in. The Princess oh, Diaries. Uh, the Heather Maserato. Yeah, long name. 
<laughs> said it just fine. Slicey bitch. <laughs> um, Slicey this, bitch. And this movie was re- was rewritten two hundred times. What? So that's why it's a little chaotic at points. And two hundred uh, times. The original plot had Hillary Fay shooting the school up. <laughs> what? <laughs> so I think this movie started off darker. <laughs> What? I know, right? You would never be able to do that today. You wouldn't. You couldn't get it. I don't think you could get then. it back then. Yeah, like, that's why they were like, "We gotta change that." Imagine she just comes in. Like, imagine that's how the movie ends. She comes in and shoots the pastor. It shoots up the prom. And like what? Like just like our main character shoot her. <laughs> like, and, and, and they get shot, and it just ends tragically. Yeah, dead baby, pregnant lady. Like what the fuck? And it turns out, like, the Mary, Mary, whatever her name is, what was it? Because her name is just Mary, right? Yeah. I was, I thought it was, like, Mary Jane or something. But <laughs> the main character, like, oh, it turns out she's been narrating the whole movie, this uh, the movie, this whole time. She's but dying. she was dead. Like, as she was dying. It's like American History X. It'd be terrible. It wouldn't have been a movie I showed you. <laughs> no, you'd hate it. But I was really like, what, when I read that? I was flipping. That's insanity. It was really like a ma- like that's a different movie. I mean, the this tr- movie kind of ends crazily enough with her crashing her car into the sign. Yeah, the basically the plot is that like she, there, her and Hillary Fay and this Mary girl are kind of having like this war, but the Mary girl doesn't want the war. Hillary Fay wants the war. And Cassandra, her best friend, is like has basically taken on a role as I'm going to protect Mary from everything. Yeah. So like she, every time Hillary Faye comes to antagonize her, uh, Cassandra shuts her down ten times harder. So like she posts like these pictures of like when Hillary Faye was fat, which basically drives Hillary Faye insane because she's clearly got some mental trauma from that. Um, cause oh, she's got shitty sure. parents too. Um. And they probably like were like, you're ugly and fat. You got to not be that. And they sent her away. God doesn't like stuff. fatties. Yeah. So she like that scene, I think, is kind of an intense scene when Mandy Moore is like praying to God for there to get vengeance on them after they're that fat. Is. It she, like, she's like crying and she's having like hyperventilating and she's panicking because she's praying over and over and nothing's happening. And you can just see it like breaking her down. And she's like, God, please do I, something. I, Why aren't you answering me? I've done everything. I'm a Christian soldier. Like, what is happening? They get away with this? And the pastor wasn't going to, like, the principal wasn't going to punish them because he's like, there's no evidence. And she's like, but you know they did it. And he's like, yeah, but. (laughs) Like, oh, man, it it was. So, like, she ends up, like, uh, spray painting the whole school. Like, like, this is a much more toned down than shooting the school up. Like, God is fake. God is shit. God is fucked. All these things. Um all like just ransacking the school and blames vandalizing it on it, vandalizing yeah. it and blames it on the two uh Cassandra or Cassandra and Mary and in the the and events Macaulay of Culkin, them right no <laughs> everybody um <laughs> and in the uh while they're searching the lockers for the paint they find the sonogram of Mary and that's how she gets revealed that she's pregnant then there's all these shenanigans. She's gonna get sent away to the 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 unwed women place. Uh, they end up uh, her and Macaulay Culkin find proof that Hillary did it. So they're like, we're gonna go to the prom and you know fucking like we should be here. And if they try to kick us out, we'll go like, hey, um, their proof falls flat. That's when Tia's character, for some reason, now flips on Hillary Faye. 
Yeah, that's that and had was found like random. a receipt. Although wait, there, I do remember like Hillary Faye was like being mean to her. Yeah, she was starting to turn on her. Yeah, um, but she was always mean to her, kind of. Uh, but I guess <laughs> once she kind of got really in the group. Yeah. Uh, but she had found a receipt earlier that really proved that like Hillary Faye had done it. Hillary Faye gets revealed as a liar and the person who did it. She's getting kicked out by the principal. Uh, she freaks out and runs away. Macaulay Culkin character immediately is like, I think I just did something real bad. <laughs> like, yeah. I, he's like, I didn't mean, like, they didn't mean to rat her out in front of everybody. Um, right. Uh, they were going to, like, shut her down silently, like, just one-on-one and be like, lay off or we'll reveal this. And But then it gets revealed wildly. So she fucking runs out to her van. You think she's going to drive it into the school or some shit. She ends up aiming it at the G- this giant Jesus sign, Tokyo drifting into the side of it, and fucking making the head fall off. Yeah. Causing Mary to go into uh, birth. That's when you have, uh, this is a good time to go into the quotes, because our first quote. Oh, boy. Uh, I got only room for one of you. I'm the father. I'm the boyfriend. I'm his boyfriend. That's nice, but I still only got room for one of you. <laughs> that and, was kind of funny. And yeah, and that's when you get the mother who the mom comes in and goes like, "Well, mom trumps all," and that's how it always goes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, Mary, turn away from Satan. Jesus, he loves you. You don't know the first thing about love. Throws a Bible at Mary. I am filled with Christ's love. You are just jealous of my success in the Lord. Mary holds up the Bible. This is not a weapon, you idiot. I like that line. That's a good one. <laughs> like, what this, this is when she gets like kidnapped for a second, and like, uh, oh, uh, she just yells at him like you're a fucking idiot. I like her breakdown from Christianity because she immediately breaks <laughs> as soon as she gets pregnant. That that you get the one PG thirteen fuck, and I think it's a good use of the fuck. It's one of the PG thirteen better uses of the word fuck because usually they just waste it on just a throwaway fuck. But this was like she's like staring up at the giant Jesus sign. She's pregnant. She's definitely pregnant. And she's just saying all these words she's never said before because she's a Christian. She's like, shit. Ass. Fuck. (laughs) She says, God damn it. Yeah. And then God damn it. And that's the moment she's like, God fucking damn it. (laughs) At least for a minute. She gets her like faith back a little bit throughout the movie. Um, But right then it's pretty fucking tarnished. She's like, oh, she'll well, never you just be like me. hardcore Christian. No, God warrior. She's modern like, Christian now. God warrior. <laughs> <Like that laughs> they said that show. a lot. God warriors. No, it's like that one lady from that uh, TL TLC show. Oh God, I remember that. I'm spouses, a warrior god. Trading spouses or something. I'm right? a warrior god. That bitch was psycho. <laughs> yep. Um. This is a good line. I don't want to be the guy who's with the girl because he needs her. I want to be the guy who's with the girl because he wants her. <laughs> that's, that's, a cute, that's a good ass good line. It's a sterling movie line. <laughs> you know, secondhand smoke kills. I'm counting on it. And that's when she flicks a fucking cigarette yeah, at her face. That. <laughs> that was a pretty. F- it's in the. That's trailer. always such a cool thing to do. Like, I I don't know. I've always found it cool just flick a cigarette. Somebody like fuck you. Either lighting them on fire or just like get the fuck or out of my face. Them. Because it's the most insulting thing. Like because now you have to fight that person who just flicked the cigarette at you. That's it, the only response. You just do fire at you. But basically. then like, if you have such confidence that you'll beat that fucker down, 
then sometimes they feel that and they're just like, they just let you. Like, imagine how bitch you have to feel if you just let someone flick a cigarette at you and you know because if you try to retaliate, they're going to smash your mouth in. <laughs> yeah. It's the only reason I want to smoke. <laughs> so you could just flick a cigarette right in someone's face. This is a good Does it ever bother you that he can't walk? He can't walk? <laughs> that was what Mary was asking Cassandra about Roland. Huh. Oh yeah, Macaulay Culkin's character. Uh, this is when Macaulay Culkin and Cassandra start getting together. I'm not really a stripper. I'm not really a Christian. <laughs> Tee hee. <laughs> Fuck Christianity. <laughs> now that's what I call being hung on a cross. Oh yeah, they, when they were doing the Jesus Christ Superstar. He was the Jesus. Show. He's all sweaty and he's all up like, oh. Yeah, Patrick. Fuck oh. it. And she's just like, because pregnant women get horny. Yes, they do. Their hormones are going crazy. Mm-hmm. She, she was probably like, oh. you want, know she didn't come. I want it. <laughs> this is a good land. There's only one reason Christian girls come down to the Planned Parenthood. She's planting a pipe bomb? Okay, two reasons. <laughs> planting a pipe bomb. I just love how loving the Christian faith is. Isn't it? They're like, we're saving babies by blowing up innocent nurses. <laughs> and probably a sing- and probably a mother or two who are just there to get a free gynecologist exam. But we're too stupid to realize that because our priest told us they only do abortions here, even though that's only 1% of the things they do. Everybody, this we're podcast, so forgiving. <laughs> this podcast getting a little political. <laughs> I like this one. Hey, Cass, how do you feel? Oh, I'm a whole new girl, hey, Faye. I told you, how great is Jesus? Yeah, um, about that. I've, just, I've decided to devote my life to Satan and said, thanks, though. <laughs> That's why, like, Cassandra tricks her into thinking she's been saved. Um, this movie has this, it's a bunch of little lines like that. It says, this movie is a sterling line movie. <laughs> you got a bunch of cute-ass little lines, a bunch of cute little, like, uh, love lines, romance lines. Uh, this is a cute one. What, did they send you over here so you could strap me on the back of your scooter? Scooter. Mary, this is a Vespa. <laughs> that yeah. reminded me of Kim Possible and uh, Ron Stoppable. <laughs> oh, God. Kim Possible. Call me, 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 me. <laughs> Love that show, everybody. Love that movie. Uh, well, I don't like the live action movie they made. but Who would? Uh, probably a 12-year-old girl. Yeah, sorry. I'm not that anymore. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Everybody leaves to identify as a 12-year-old girl. I identified as a 12-year-old boy. We're in love. No. <laughs> no? I say no. Well, what do you say to this, Lee? Questions. Oh, questions? 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 Questions for Lee. Questions. Questions for Lee. Wait, questions? All right, Lee. Is this the first movie that you've seen Mandy Moore in? No. Oh, the I've oldest seen. movie you've seen Mandy Moore in? No. What's Prin- the first movie you've ever seen Mandy Moore in? I, I think I would probably say it's Princess Diaries, and that came out, mm. I think, at least a couple years before this. That makes sense. I don't know. I just thought for some reason that you hadn't seen any movies with Mandy Moore in it. Like, of course you knew Mandy Moore. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, I grew up during that time but like, like i felt like you would just have like oh i know mandy pop star moore. Movie. yeah i just thought it was more like oh yeah i know mandy moore but i don't i thought this may have been the only movie you'd ever seen mandy moore in 
Nope, yep, I've seen Princess Diaries and this. I've seen parts of A Walk to Remember. Can't wait to show you that so the you can see thing. me cry like a baby. Yay. Um, do you think this movie could be made nowadays? In any way? Um, <laughs> well, I think... I think it could it could be made but it would definitely be softened a lot there would not be you'd never hear the R word and they'd probably get an actual paraplegic which probably wouldn't they'd be the worst they'd get an actual ever. paraplegic actor which I don't like but like I'm not like no <laughs> it, it, I mean it's it's a new it's a new era you know we got to you know have represent people a little bit more I get it uh but yeah I it's kind I of a like yes and no answer. It, yeah, I feel like the only way if you remade it, you'd have to take it more serious. Yeah, and you can't make comedy is so scary. Comedy is dead genre now. Um, I wonder if this is gonna be Although, hard for you. Okay, what's yeah? What was your favorite part in this movie, or of this movie? Uh, I guess I liked. I pretty much just liked all of the stuff that involved. I be, I kind of liked the main story of Mary dealing with her pregnancy and like her crisis of faith. A crisis of faith. I didn't know that that's where it was going. Yeah, because I showed Lee the trailer oh for this my movie. God, it's just like, ha oh, here's this girl and then her boyfriend. And, you know, something happens and who to be And then makes it looks like an American Pie ripoff. Yeah, and then you see the movie and you're like, it's nothing like that at all. It's <laughs> not. It's <laughs> more. It's way more serious than. You would think it has a goofy title, and there are some goofy moments in it. Um, but yeah, it's a pretty like serious movie about a girl who gets pregnant, has to deal with uh, her boyfriend being gay. Um, I mean, that actually kind of goes away for a little bit, a little while. Yeah, she immediately stops giving a fuck once she finds out she's pregnant. Yeah, that sort of takes over. But uh, you know, the sort of the idea of losing her faith and then being becoming friends with Cassandra who and losing you know, all her old friends uh, yeah and drifting away from uh, all the stuff that she kind of believed in as a kid basically growing Grow- up yeah I was about to say like she basically grows up in this movie and I, and I think that she's a good enough actress that where she pulls it off she is yeah I like Jenna Malone not like a super hard role to pull off but I thought it was good um so yeah yeah she liked the main story cool well, what was your biggest complaint? All the comedy. <laughs> that was quick. It, it, the comedy isn't that great. I kind of wish there was less uh, scenes with Hillary Faye just being yeah. cringy and ridiculous. Yeah. I wish we would have got more scenes with Macaulay Culkin and his uh, and uh, Cassandra. Just, just some and more that... scenes with the main character and uh, fuck it. <laughs> I just would have liked their those those four stories. It should have just More. been a like a, a high school movie, not a like hybrid like com- we're gonna have some comedy too because American Pie is kind of popular at this point still. Yeah, I've never really liked American Pie. They're not those movies are def- definitely not aged well. The only one I ever bought was the wedding one. <laughs> American Wedding. I've seen all of the main American movies i guess i've seen them like halvesies because you know they're on comedy central a thousand times when you're growing up um uh, my favorite one is the movie we'll i'll show you soon is uh band camp band camp 
It's the only one it's I actually straight really to like. DVD one. Yep. <laughs> and they got their good old Mandy Moore ripoff. <laughs> the girl that looks like Mandy Moore. Yay. Okay, everybody. We got another question. <laughs> question for me. Uh, <laughs> everybody. The funny thing is, you'll never know why we're laughing, or will you? <laughs> we'll find out when we listen to this. I guess. Um, no, I don't really got any more questions other than, well, I can go right into this. What do you rate this movie? I think I'm gonna be surprised by it. I think you might, because uh, I definitely was going into this movie thinking it was going to be utter shit. <laughs> After that trailer, yeah, and I, the was name. Like, I was like, and yeah, Saved, and the whole thing with the Christian school, I was like, oh God, this is going to be wholesome garbage. <laughs> Just like, oh no, I was dre- I, this was a movie I was actually dreading uh, when when he decided that he wanted to watch this one, I was like, That's oh, funny. oh God. But uh, it really shows you how uh, shitty trailers can really uh, can be. Yeah, just avoiding people. Uh, yeah, because they always lie. Never, they almost never. They either how the tell is. you an opposite movie, or they give the whole movie. Or they away. give too much away. Uh, uh, yeah, it's very it's very hard to point it at a trailer and say that's a good trailer because it doesn't give it a, anything away and it doesn't make the movie look like it's something that it's not. Because you kind of have to look at those things in retrospect. Yeah. But I, yeah. But it, it, this, yeah, that trailer was awful. Um, but this movie definitely surprised me at a certain point when, like, she had that moment where she started just swearing at the. She was just like looking up at the the wall or whatever of the school, and she yeah. was just like, "Fuck, shit, cock." And it's like, oh, what is this movie? Where is this going? And then it actually was dealing with the uh, this, the main problem of her pregnancy and her losing her faith and not just being like, well, you know, God's going to solve everything yeah, in the Yeah, carry end. her through this. Like, her family's going to come together. I genuinely thought stuff. this was going to be like a Christian movie and it was going to be very simplistic and just uh, the thing that I don't like. But and I don't wasn't. think Macaulay Culkin would have done it if it was that. Maybe you would, just for the money. Maybe. But I don't think he got paid a lot for this movie. I think this was like a and I was surpri- movie. And I, w- I, was, I, was pretty, I knew I was pretty much going to uh, like Macaulay Culkin in this because I, I kind of like what he's become now. <laughs> just a weirdo. Just this kind of weirdo, but not too much of a weirdo. It's a functioning weirdo. Uh, he, had, he had a podcast uh, that he was doing for a while. He, doesn't really, he hasn't come out with an episode in a while. Um, but yeah, I, I, I knew I was going to like him in it and I knew that he was probably going to be a little like, he's going to act like he was a little above this. Yeah. (laughs) But it wasn't, but you know what? The movie is, it's, it's not, it's not terrible. The comedy doesn't work. None of the comedy really worked for me. I didn't think it was all that funny at all. (laughs) There was always, there was like the the occasional kind of like throwaway line that kind of made me chuckle a little bit but i was just more invested in the uh, actual story in the coming of age story of uh young mary so i guess i'll give it i'll give it a six out of ten that is higher i, I thought I, I, I for sure thought you were gonna give this a three uh, before i showed it to you 
<laughs> and seeing your yeah. reaction to it, I was like, oh, he'll probably give it like a five or more. Um, so I, I am su- I, 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 I am surprised by that six, but I am happy by it. Um, I, I, I am surprised that you kind of like this movie. I am too. Uh, <laughs> I really thought this was going to be a gremlin it. movie. Old man movie. I, the old man was going to come out for this one. I was prepared. Not like I was showing it to you because I wanted the old that, man. Yeah. I, wa- I was showing it to you because we had just seen her in Donnie Darko. Let's see. Her. She's kind of the same person. She's just less like really weird and aloof in this one. Yeah. And there's, you know, she's in the whole movie. Yeah. And she's not retarded. Doesn't just lay in the street for 15 minutes. Uh, uh, she was <laughs> choking. Okay. No. Yes. And if I was choking and I saw a car coming, I could roll. <laughs> sure, whatever. Let's actually get you in a situation like that, and we'll see. Well, I'll throw Seth before <laughs> Rogan and stab his fucking throat in. <laughs> and be like, go look at you, you're dead now. <laughs> Decapitated fuck. I'll ISIS his ass. <laughs> oh, God. Um. Okay. Well, I really like this movie. This movie... This was a movie I watched during that whole 2011 era where I watched a bulk of my movies that I have seen. It was when I was basically just looking up lists. I would look up lists of romantic comedies, and I would just go down the list. Uh, and then I'd look up comedies, and then I'd look up action comedies, then romance action movies. And I was watching everything with romance in it. I just had a phase where I was watching this. And this was a su- suggested movie after I watched uh, Wish Upon a Star. You know that movie? I think I've heard of it. It's where two sisters like uh, both see a shooting star and they make a wish for like their lives to be better or something, but they end up switching. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I barely remember that. Yeah, I'm going to show you that. Uh, that's oh, a good movie. Hooray. Uh, <laughs> that's a throw we're going to laugh right there. <laughs> um, but yeah, so... When I first saw this movie, I was just in love with it. I watched it like 10 times in a row. It was just everything I wanted. Cute romance, cute main character, cute story. I like the humor, but I'm stupid. Um, I like stupid things. I like stupid comedy things. Uh, I just didn't I like think Seth it worked. Mac- I just don't. Like, I like Macaulay Culkin in it. I just don't think the humor, like. Like I just don't think there's enough humor goofy. in it to like really take away from it. It was too goofy in contrast to the really serious nature of the the pregnancy storyline. Yeah, I I could see that. Um, it just didn't distract me that much. I guess as much it as kinda, it did. It to was kind of giving me like whiplash a little bit, like tonal whiplash. Going? Yeah, where are we going with this? Uh, but I give this movie an eight out of ten. Which I don't think anyone's surprised. Um, it'd be weird, kind of. I think if I gave this a lower rating, uh, or a it's not perfect, one. so I can't give it nine or ten. Yeah, I, I couldn't give it a nine or a ten. There's too many flaws on it. Uh, it's yeah. <laughs> uh, there's it's a little rushed, and then my biggest complaint is rushed. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah, I don't like the mom. Things like that. It's not perfect, obviously, but I like this movie, and uh, I'm really happy that Lee ended up kind of liking it. Um, At least, yeah. real surprised about that. And everybody, I think that's a good way to end this. But you know, next week, got a big episode for you. Ooh. It's our season two finale. And with that, yeah. I'm going to hand it over to Lee so he can tell you what we're going to be watching and discussing. All right. Well, being that it is our 
finale episode. I thought, and it's our 50th episode, too. Mm, season 2, 50th episode, guys. This is kind of a benchmark. Uh, seeing that it's, uh, yeah, definitely a benchmark, I think we should finish this season out with a, uh, a very special film. A film that uh, was once considered maybe the greatest movie ever made. Uh, we're going to go... 60 years before Donnie Darko came out in 2001, we're going to go to 1941, and we're going to watch Citizen Kane. Goddamn. And yes, everyone, I've never seen this movie. It's not surprising I haven't. Um, I am kind of excited to see it because, like Lee said, it is regarded as one of the best movies ever. Um, I kind of know the ending. The Everybody does. Uh, but like whatever I don't know the well movie, actually so that's the I opening don't, yeah so I don't like I don't really understand so I'm looking forward to it we hope you are looking forward to it we hope you enjoyed this week's episode we hope you enjoyed this week's movie um, as we said th- this is our 49th episode next week's our 50th we got a whole backlog of episodes if you're just discovering us we've watched a lot of crazy and weird movies go back and listen we to that some fun discussions uh, with season uh, next week with it being our season two finale, we're going to go into the week, the week after that. We'll be doing a BMI, our second BMI episode. If, for Ooh. people who don't know what BMI is, it's Bad Movie Intermission. Mm-hmm. It's the podcast between the podcast. Um, yes. It's and where we watch bad movies. We'll announce that rant. next week, what we'll be watching. And then after that, we'll be taking a small break. We haven't decided on how long we'll be taking. It's not going to be that long. But it's going to be at least a week. Uh, to kind of just give ourselves a breather. So we yes. can come back into season three, hitting it hard. We're gonna, I got some plans for some upgrades next week, uh, season. Finally, look out. We're going to get a logo. I know two seasons in, 50 episodes in. It's like, Jesus Christ, how do we not have a logo for our podcast? It's a thing I'm dedicated to now. Uh, we're going to have a logo. It's going to be cool. Look out for that. Maybe it'll be on our episode season three premiere. Maybe. Uh, but as always... Please rate, review, and share this podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. We hope you have a great week, and we'll see you next time. Jesus, take the wheel. But I can't. I'm drunk. <laughs>